0: Almost
1: blurts. It's your girl Dove Cat. I'm your girl, Dove
0: Cat. Dovecat almost blurred. So it's your boy it's JB. Me, JB. almost Blurts.
1: And this is almost blurred.
0: So y'all, I don't know if this is necessarily advice. Yeah, I'm going right into it. I don't know if this is necessarily advice or not, but I bake. I bake. Uh, I, I bake a number of things.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I call some of them enhanced baking um, goods or mm. baked goods, and the others are regular. Uh huh.
2: Uh huh.
0: If, if I had anything to say to anyone, it would be this: What's that? If you've decided that you're going to do these just to make around the house or whatever you're planning to do, remember that they are enhanced, and not to eat the dough from the bowl or the paddle that you use to mix things. I'm gonna just leave it there.
2: Just mm. leave it there. Mm.
0: so (laughs) Mm -hmm. welcome (laughs) welcome to another episode of almost blurs i am jb and whoo y'all gonna have to bear with me as i'm going through this episode (laughs) mm. because in other voices you were hearing this is my co-host dove cat Mm.
1: oh y'all he (sighs) what's up y'all that's all i got because this is a mess that's an amateur mistake
0: Right. And I, I just happen to look at myself. I'm visibly enhanced right now. <laughs> so y'all, I am so sorry for no, how this not. episode might turn out. And this oh could be God. the funniest episode we ever had.
1: We don't know yet.
0: But I yes. would just like to say but that I am not in,
1: enhanced. I am
0: not. I, I will say, I will say in um my defense, these are some good ass cookies, y'all. Okay, so just so I can give y'all some insight, I wanted to have a strawberries and cream cookie. Right. So I was looking around. I was finding all these recipes and they were all doing them about the same where you don't put fresh strawberries in it. You actually use freeze dry strawberries. Because If you put fresh dry, I mean, fresh strawberries in it, um, it'll cause the mixture to become a little bit too wet because, you know, the juices are going to cook out of strawberries. So you use freeze dry.
1: He a baker, y'all. So I just put the,
0: Hmm. I said oh. a baker, y'all. <laughs> so if you put the freeze dried ones in there, they're good, but I feel like unless you overload it with strawberries, you don't get that strawberry flavor that you really Okay. Want. So I was thinking, and I said, okay, how can I do this better? I could just easily add more strawberries, but I'm like, no. I was like, because I also don't technically like the the flavor of a freeze-dried freeze strawberry. I don't feel like it's that sweet, but I also don't think most strawberries are really sweet. They're, you might get that one that's like, "Ooh, this is good. It's juicy and sweet, but they're just, they're not like the sweetest fruit. So what I did, I, um, I used my Ninja, basically turned the freeze-dried strawberries into a powder. Added a little bit of sugar to it and added that into the batter instead. What that does is make basically the entire batter a strawberry batter and you get more of the strawberry flavor and you get the color. So it'll be a pink cookie. So I have those um, chilling in the fridge now. I cannot try, wait to try them, although I don't think I'm going to try them today.
1: No, I was say you don't need nothing now.
0: Did I be right now? but
1: i'm excited about giving you my money But you playing
0: oh i just have to figure out the best way to ship my cookies i'm thinking about um vacuum sealing them after i bake them so that they stay fresh and then i can mail them and i'll probably have to do like expedited mail maybe a day or two but either way something that'll get them there quickly so that they are as fresh as they should be when someone eats so that's that's the challenge right now mm-hmm I've been Googling. Some people are putting them in tens and stuff. I'm like, y'all doing a lot. You, mean, around, you put them you in like
1: tens. This- it adds to the
0: weight. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which I, Adds to the weight. Whatever way I send it, I'm probably going to put it in the thing, the pre, the, the, you know, the things that USPS has where you just get the thing and that's your set shipping. You are just paying for it. So I could do something like that. But I'll think about it. I got to figure it out because my sister is also hounding me well. And I have a friend in Atlanta who also says something about them as well. So, I mean, clearly there's a demand of some sort. But I'm demanding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's that's it. That's it. So our icebreaker, Dovecat, what is something that you saw on these internets?
1: I have, um, this is a continuation of what mine was from last week. So last week I mentioned the whole Turning Hogwarts into an HBCU and the common mm-hmm. rooms and all that other good stuff. Well, this week, the fashions have taken over. Mm. And I was just like, this is lit. They had all the houses, the colors of the houses on these people. These, cause they did it in like, um, an AI type of situation. Mm -hmm. Um, they gave us black in all shades. It wasn't, and no shade, no offense to our, um, our mixed race, ambiguously racial looking folks. But sometimes with AI, when they want somebody to be black, they come out looking something that you can't really tell if they're black. Like you can, you can, they can say that there are and you wouldn't kind of argue, but it's always kind of like iffy. Nah, (laughs) they were, these were black folks. I'm talking all different shades, all different sizes, all different types of hair. Of course, the fingers were weird per the whole AI thing, but Mm. chef's kiss. So whoever, I don't know who that was, who was in charge of actual, who created the fashions for the different houses, but whomever did an awesome job. I loved it.
0: (laughs) I don't think I've seen those, but I will. All, all I need is a good video so I can like it and then it'll flood my timeline. So, Because I have absolutely no control over my TikTok anymore. I I'm don't trying to lose control of mine. Really. All I see now, vid, funny videos and gymnastics. Because I've been really getting back into gymnastics. I, I really want to take a, an adult gymnastics class. I just want to be able to do a bad handspring. That's it.
1: Let me ask you a question. You, mm-hmm. JB, the person. Wants to take adult gymnastics, but does JB's body want you to take an adult <laughs> gymnastics class? Is all I'm saying.
0: You know, that's, just, that's a fair question. Um, I have not had that conversation with my body yet.
2: Mm. We're going to start it might be worth stretching
0: discussing. and stuff first, you know, things like that before we just dive into it. But I do have this sneaking suspicion that I, I could be Simone Biles. And I think it's a time that i embrace that, that possibility
1: well you know she's retiring or retired there is an
0: no, uh-uh, uh-uh. she is actually a video of her training in the gym hit the internet maybe a couple weeks ago mm, so well maybe she she's may not done come back. i think if she does come back she's gonna do the next olympics she may not do every apparatus i can see her becoming a vault and floor specialist or even being Y'all yeah, know I was a big fan. But she's getting married. She's about to get married. I think she's. Mm-hmm. Is her wedding this weekend? It's very soon. Yeah, because I may be this weekend. There. I have no idea. So, but yeah. Anyway, but yeah, I had to see these this um this Hogwarts fashion stuff. So, oh, speaking of okay, Simone Bowles and uh, Jonathan Owens, her fiance, um, they purchased a two million dollar home. Simone Bowles is worth sixteen million, by the way. Right?
1: <laughs> is he still playing football? he
0: he's still signed. He uh he signed to the Houston Texans. He I think he's played maybe two games uh, but he's on the team, so he does have some type of income come in. Because at the minimum, a lot of them get paid at least a million and never play. Meanwhile, we got people like in the WNBA that play every game and their their salary is capped at like one hundred sixty eight thousand. But that is not here, nor here or there nowhere we're not even gonna talk about it. my my um icebreaker this week was supposed to be my icebreaker last week and it oh. is keith lee
2: i love keith lee. i
0: love keith lee me too but i did not know that he was a whole ass mma fighter
2: yes you didn't know that
0: i did not know that so Blame, when i, I been was following him comments, yeah I, I was looking at comments while he was you know, he, he does his videos with food, but lately he'll do, like, these very transparent posts, like, about, you know, he has social anxiety, so, he, you know, how people interact with him, and it's okay for them to come over and stuff, just, like, don't, like, touch people, because, <laughs> you know, people just don't like to be touched by random people. And I saw someone in the comments saying something like, they must forget that you're an MMA fighter, and I'm like, this Keith Lee? Yep. Like, the... I went into Vegas today and I bought food. I bought $150 from a struggling taco place and we're going to rate it one through 10. Like that guy is.
2: Yes. Yeah,
1: That's how I discovered I- him actually. He was, was, on TikTok. was he good? I guess. I mean, I don't know. I was on TikTok, um, been on TikTok for a while. Is he
0: still doing
1: it? I don't think so. I think this is a little bit more lucrative. Um, I think the MMA fighting was he because he, that's how I met him. He was training. Come with me as I train to enter into my first professional MMA fight or something. He was saying. Um, and he showed him training and eating or fasting or the foods that he would prepare and all that good stuff. And he even showed one time when he came back with a face that was all full of cuts, bruises, and bloody stuff. And that's and then this whole the whole food the no, food man. review thing is a pivot.
0: I. I found his MMA record. Is it good, man? <laughs> I'm trying to see when his last, looks like his last fight was maybe two years ago. hmm Sounds he, about right. That one. Um, he lost a win before that, but he does have a record of seven and five. Uh, three of those wins were TKOs. One of them was a um, decision, and three of them were decision. Uh, no, one of them was submission, and three of them were decision. He's never been knocked out. He did have to submit once, but all other losses were judges' decisions. So either way, I would not want to encounter him at all. Um, and he's from Detroit, so, so no. Yeah. Well, it says residing out of Las Vegas, fighting out of Las Vegas by way of Detroit, Michigan. Uh, okay. And one of his training partners is his brother, Kevin Lee. Did not know he had a brother, but I love. I didn't videos, know he had a brother. He's so genuine about how he is and how he does stuff. And it's it's just really cool to see. Oh, I'm looking at his brother. He looks like his brother. His brother has a wider head. Um <laughs> that's a terrible way to describe that. But yeah. You'll see. I'm sending it into the chat so you'll see what I mean by wider head. <laughs> like like he looks like the obviously younger brother. But if you saw them side by side you could tell they were brothers.
1: You made me sick talking about he got a wider head.
0: Okay, so are you did you look at the picture? You see what I'm saying? Because if his head wasn't wider, he would look almost just like Keith. But you see it, and you see exactly what I mean. You saw that I am hundred percent correct in my assessment as well. I was just wait for you to say you're right. Go ahead. I'll give
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's just the description threw me off, just a little bit, you know? <laughs> just a little bit.
0: Sure, sure, sure. But all right, so Let's go ahead and get into our blurdy news. And this week, since you never want to do Marvel first, do you want to do Star Wars or DC first?
1: DC, Star Wars, and then Marvel. All
0: right. So we'll start with one thing that I thought was interesting. I sent you this before. The guy who was basically the creator of the Arrowverse, CW, who has brought together all of those shows on at least four or five occasions now doing major crossover events that take place over like a three or four day period said that he was regretful over dc shows so this was his full quote he said um he expected that doing these things would make it so that he would get like his phone would be ringing and people would be reaching out to him but this is what his full statement says crisis on infinite Earths made a significant impression on my psyche was more than a labor of, labor of love. It was a labor in every respect in a project where I spent every ounce of capital I'd amassed in developing DC-related shows for Warner Brothers over an eight-year period. I called in every favor. I used every chit. I burned every bridge. I even spent $10,000 of my own money. So years before Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness would um, would mainstream the concept of interconnected universe, Crisis brought together characters from an, the 1966 Batman TV show, the 1989 feature film, the 1990 Flash series, the Smallville series, Lucifer, Doom Patrol, Titan, Swamp Thing, the La- uh, Green Lantern movie, Superman Return, Kingdom Come, and the list goes on. Even Ezra Miller even replied, their feature role as Barry Allen to meet this uh, Barry Allen um, in the Arrowverse he just feels like... After that, I'm skipping some of the other ones because, you know, they like to talk a lot. But he said... And then there was um, some other stuff which basically boiled down to me lamenting that although working for DC had been creatively fulfilling, it involved a lot of adversity, challenges, and personal sacrifice. Simply put, Arrowverse hasn't led to any other gigs, so it feels, at least on a career level, that I really wasted my time. And then... And I, I think I sent that to Dovecat originally. I think it wasn't this particular article, but something else that was saying the exact same thing. Because they never tried to utilize any of the people that they had in the Arrowverse for any of the feature films, and it had already been proven that those film, those TV shows, had been pretty successful, very great adaptations of the the comic books, but they never decided to go to them for help or to even integrate some of these people in what they were creating. And I just think it's interesting. What are your thoughts on that?
1: I'm sitting here um, and I'm trying to try to put myself in his shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, like, I like I feel what he's saying. Right. Like, I feel like the people that he should be mad at or should be directing that letter to should be the pe- the previous people um, at D.C., who um, kind of, you know, kind of threw him to the left a little bit. Um, I think his grievance should be with them. Um, Also, in the same breath, it's just like, even with all of that, right? Um, I was about to tie it in the race, but I'm not going to do it. I'm going to go past that part. But even with all of that, and he could have been great, right? He could have been great. He could have got some appearances from some people in the TV universe of his DCU type of situation to be in some feature films. And James Gunn and that other guy still could have came in and been like, nah. Mm -hmm. So to me, it's just kind of like, I don't know. I question his reasons, his reasons for creating those shows. Um, Did you do it for the enjoyment of putting something out that people could enjoy? Or were you doing it in hopes that it would get you noticed by some of the bigger heads at DC to put some of your, your writing and your some of your world building into the actual DCEU universe.
0: It's probably a mixture of both because I don't think anyone does anything in hopes that they're not going to be noticed for it. So it's just like, you know, when you think about it, it's like he, he, I mean, I think that there's a certain level of passion that he had for it. If he was even going to his own pockets to do stuff that the CW wasn't willing or DWB wasn't really willing to pay towards but i think also it's like when you you're doing all that it's, it's kind of like someone writing for a show like you're writing on the show for what's his name what was his name malcolm or something the guy who wrote on falcon and the winter soldier i think he wrote on the show with a hope that what he did would get him noticed by more people, so that it could turn into something else. And we see that he's also supposed to be writing the wasn't he? Isn't he supposed to be writing the Captain America four movie as well? I think he did write it. I want to see he. Is. So it's just like you know. I think I I can't. I do think, like you said, that his anger is misplaced, but. I can understand him feeling like he kind of wasted time. Because not even is it not opening doors for other things in WB, but it seems like it's not really opening many other doors in general. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, it's going to be my end all be all. I did all of this work and this is all I'll ever have to show for it.
1: I mean, no. Okay. I'm, I'm trying. I'm really, really trying. But this privileged white man um (laughs) is lamenting about not being able to get work as if he probably wouldn't be able to go get something on another network on something that wasn't comic book related um and, and I'm not trying to like be like shady or anything like that but um and I get where he's coming from but it's just like sir you you I'm sure that you'll be able to find something else that's number one and number two and I haven't seen like A lot of those shows, like I've seen a few of the episodes for the Arrowverse. Um, I've seen a few clips online of Flash and stuff. Um, I think I did see the episode where they introduced the Flash um, in the Arrowverse so that he could have his own show. I I feel like I saw that episode. If I'm being honest, the tone of those shows don't really match the tone of what they were doing in the DC universe. Like it was really two
0: separate Mm things and yeah i I was hoping he would be used in james gunn vision because i think yes that could fit more in line with what he was doing so
1: and on top of that like there are a lot of shows that they announced that they are trying to develop and that's not to say that they couldn't bring him in later Mm -hmm. or like collaborate with him or use him as um what's the word I'm looking for a liaison or something to get some type of feedback or whatever on the world that he like that's that's yet to be seen um mm-hmm. so it's just like not saying relax I'm I'm not gonna tell people to relax you know for expressing their feelings and this is how they feel but also these shows some of these shows have just been announced um I'm pretty sure a lot of it's in his earlier stages but now I'm wondering um what if James Gunn was gonna reach out and now he's not because and I don't know. Let me let me put that be clear. It's it's apparent that I don't know James Gunn. Um, but what if he was gonna reach out but now he doesn't want to because you don't feel like what you did was
0: But see, I would hope that someone like James Gunn wouldn't be bothered by something like that. Because he's an actor. He's a director.
2: He's a comedian. He knows how this
0: stuff goes. Mm-hmm. So I I would hope that he would see that and just hear this being someone who was just frustrated for eight years of his life, not resulting in something that he was hoping to make bigger. But, you know, cause I, I think that under the previous WB that probably would have been an issue, <laughs> but hopefully with this new leadership, that would be a hell. They continue to talk to the rock after he kept talking shit about them after everything that happened with Henry Cavill. So we'll see. So he but, right. Okay, so something else DC related. So as we know, WB, HBO Max, all of them, they were cutting all kinds of shows. Nothing was, nothing was surviving. We lost Legendary in the process, which is so disappointing. Great show. And it re- was removed from HBO Max, so you can't even stream it anywhere. But that's beside the point. They also were originally planning to do a Batman uh, animated series that was going to be called Batman Cape Crusader. Well, Batman Kate Crusader was axed and but it has been picked up by another streaming platform. Amazon has picked up Batman Cape Crusader and will be streaming that with a two season order already solidified for it. So, I just I know that WB is trying to save money, but it also isn't doing all that it could to to get extra money too, like, you're getting rid of stuff that you do. You've built an entire world around comic book stuff. Mm-hmm. Why would you scrap things that actually lend to the vision that you are creating? Like you literally, unless, unless it's something that James Gunn can't find a way to integrate. Cause it sounded like he was trying to basically make all the TV shows and everything connect to the overall thing. So maybe that's the issue, but you never know with them at this point. They've been canceling everything and I'm just That's not right. here for
1: it. I think um at this time um the fact that they are rebuilding, I think everything is about to be chaotic for a while um mm-hmm. until they can kind of get it together. Um so I expect more of these type of announcements, shows being axed, shows now um, mm-hmm. that were in development no longer in development. Um, regrouping retelling of stories like that whole type of thing like i'm expecting that only because of they just don't know
0: i'm even going to figure something out
1: they need to do something
0: but huh. okay so another thing dc um something that did survive the chopping block is the spinoff tv show of the batman movie with robert patterson the one that was supposed to be following um penguin who we know to be uh, Colin Farrell.
2: Mm-hmm. Because
0: if we watch the first Batman, first the Batman movie, then you know that he really wasn't the, the crime lord yet. So I'm thinking the series is supposed to follow him getting there. But it has been officially given a TVMA rating, which is the equivalent of rated R if it was a movie. And... I'm okay with that. It says that the first video that had leaked of the um, the TV show showed the team filming a scene where um, the penguin is cursing as he's walking the streets of Gotham city saying none of these fucks had the ball to, to do what I did. Um, so if that's a line, um, I'm sure there'll be plenty of other lines that we might be hearing, which probably lended itself to the MA rating. And I'm gonna guess the violence since we're looking at this from a villain's point of view now not someone who's trying to spare anyone's lives or feelings. But, so it sounds like you won't be watching this with Caleb. <laughs> no. <laughs> not yet. Or
1: any show with Caleb, because he asked him any questions.
0: This is a true statement. This is why I have a dog. Um, but yeah, I thought that was interesting. I'm glad that it's going that route. Um, it makes sense that Batman, the Batman movie wasn't, just because he is isn't really killing people right now. Um, he's, I mean, it would be great if he just went that crazy, but we're not getting that maybe with the James Gunn version when we get to the injustice line, assuming we get something like that. But anyway, um, yeah, I am going to watch that though. Cause I thought. The fact that that was Colin Farrell is still crazy to me because there's nothing it about is. that character that looks like him.
1: Nothing, nothing at all. The nose, like and he, the fact that he is an attractive man, I think, like conventionally attractive, and they gave us nothing, nothing. Mm-hmm.
2: In
0: the you really, really would not be able to. I wonder no. how much it costs to put that type of prosthetic on because it's a really good one. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't know, but. Yeah, let me see. Was there anything else DC that stood out um,
2: outside Shazam.
0: of the outfits and Shazam being some of the most uncomfortable ones I guess they've ever worn? Because <laughs> uh, Helen Mirren said that, um, Lucy Liu said that, and one of the guys who plays one of the the kids said the same thing. Like, but I think it's also because a lot of the lot of the People are wearing like these padded suits, and I can't imagine that's comfortable. I think um, Lucy Lou said it was like really, really heavy.
1: So for Megan, Megan so, had the guns out
0: because body is already bodying there. She doesn't okay. need any help. All
1: right, it's not. I'm always
0: rooting for my girl. Okay, so last question because someone posted this here. I'm not going to go through this entire list because I know it's going to be long. I'm just going to oh, ask okay. you the question that this title actually lends itself to. Okay of all of the DC material that James Gunn has put out there, which one would you rank as the highest one as far as your excitement? That includes Superman Legacy, The Brave and the Bold, Supergirl Wonder Woman of Tomorrow, The Authority, and Swamp Thing.
1: Did you mention the Green Lantern ones?
0: Oh, cuz those are series. These are this oh, is specific to the, the movies. Mhm. So we have Swamp Thing, the Authority, Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, the Brave and the Bold, which is the Batman one, and Superman Legacy.
1: I told you I think he's a white nationalist. If I'm being honest, and <laughs> I, I, I don't want to see him. And plus, I don't know how many I don't know how many stories we're gonna be able to tell a Superman. Honestly, I don't know. I, I just but I
0: did say that this will not be an origin film.
1: Still, um, I'll say this: the reason why I'm not excited about the Superman film coming is my table about the collect no okay um it's because they've done a very a very poor job of storytelling and i don't care to see whatever they got to release about him uh let me see superman the supergirl one though i am interested to see i'm wondering is it going to be the same supergirl that we're getting in Flash? well not the same i won't say the same actress but will the story still be the same with the supergirl from the flash
0: Mm because she seems badass Oh, yeah. So,
1: I think I'm most... I
0: say it would be a much, much hardcore version of her.
1: So, I would... Yeah, I would... I'm probably the most excited to see her film.
0: I, for me, it's the brave and the bold. Being able to see Damien in live action.
1: Oh, my God. I did not know that was... What you call it? That's number... That's actually number one is Damien, because y'all know how I feel about my baby. And number two is Supergirl. Continue. My bad.
0: Yeah, that's that's me. That same ranking. I I do think that my number 3 is probably Superman just because if it's going to be a com- a different story I kind of want to see where it goes. Um especially when you see stuff like Reign of Superman and the Death of Superman like if we get that type of stuff with someone who has a better vision for the material, it could be something good. Um but because I haven't read the authority yet, and DC, um, the DC comic has not put it up there for you to read, I can't really say I have much excitement there. Same with the Swamp Thing, uh, just I'm not there yet. So, but yeah, definitely Batman, Brave and the Bold, um, and Supergirl. Those those are big ones, especially if she's gonna be pretty intense just because I Mm -hmm. think about certain action sequences we've seen with like Gamora and stuff like that like taking her but then making her be able to fly and strong like James Gunn has a good eye for that stuff so I'm I'm excited about that yes all right so Star Wars first thing I've made it very clear I do not trust Bo-Katan I don't I don't trust her. I don't trust her hair or her wig. I just, I don't trust someone who walks around with that wig on. It's just not okay for me. That's why she has that headband on. I bet you it starts back here. I bet you it starts back here. But anyway, someone asked the actress, who is Katie Sackhoff?
1: No, I gotta look. I don't
0: know if that's how you... It's uh, S-A-C-K-H-O-F-F. I was trying not to make it sound like I was saying sack off. so I was just gonna... Say it quickly. But anyway, someone asked her if um if she will be fighting um Mandalorian then. And she said no.
1: Is she lying? She on? said no.
0: She's I know. That's what I'm like. Would they even allow you to talk? But okay, so she didn't necessarily say no. Her way of answering was to talk about what Bo Katan's true intentions were. Because like I said, I don't trust her. I don't think that someone who was that upset and you seeing how everything happened to her at the end of season two to just suddenly be like, you know what? Sure. I'll help you. I just, I don't, I don't see that.
1: I think, but I also think that that he, he took it. Yes. Well, for one, he wasn't aware that the way of -hmm. how you earn it. So then like the, like the, the mythology around the black saber, all that good stuff, our boy is not privy to or aware of. And I think, I don't know, like, I think she might be upset and annoyed. I just, I don't think it's directed towards them. I guess we can talk about that a little when we get to talking about that. Um, but I don't think, I don't, like, I can feel her, see her being annoyed. I can see her not really wanting to have anything to do with them. But, um, I don't think, I don't, I just think she's annoyed with the situation and not enough to like hope to ha- like to harm him.
0: See, I, I can see that, but this is, this is the part that kind of makes me wonder if she's hinting, doing subtle hints at this girl having other motives for helping. She said that if you go by the timeline that John Favreau and Dave Filoni are acting on, it's been a few years between season two and season three. She has had time to lose all her people. They're not following her anymore, which means she's not a leader without the on Darksaber, but she doesn't know how to go about getting the Darksaber in such a way that's going to result in her not losing her people. That means she's not going to. We have six episodes left. It's just that at this impasse right here that we're at in, in this first episode, she cannot see a path that she hasn't taken already that hasn't failed her. That's why I feel like well, now I feel like that means that, and we'll go into, you know, I almost feel like maybe we should hold this, but I also might not remember <laughs> all of what i say. said. But I just wonder if she's going along with him in hopes of a scenario happening that will allow her to be able to get the Darksaber in a way that fits more in line with what's going on. Like, you know, he didn't win, so she couldn't just have it. Maybe there's a, if she's aligning herself with him, she can end up seeing an opportunity to be able to do that. But I don't know. But She's still not to be trusted with this, this wig. Mm-mm. I just don't trust people like that, but okay. We, we can we can hold.
1: Please.
0: Uh, I had to get that part out because I would probably forget all of that. Okay, so the other thing I came across with Star Wars is apparently the next Star Wars movie has been reportedly revealed. I don't know how true this is. It's like a rumor, but it says that on the Hot Mike pa- uh, podcast, insider Jeff Snyder claimed Lucasfilm decided on what the next Star Wars movie will be, and this. The Damon Lindelof movie? Who that? I
1: don't know.
0: Okay. David Lindelof. I'm sure I am pronounced his name wrong. He's actually like a screenwriter and stuff. Okay. So apparently he is making the next Star Wars movie. From some other film credits he has in his belt, The Hunt, which I actually enjoyed that. Uh, Tomorrowland, World War Z, Star Trek, into darkness prometheus the first star trek movie and he's done some tv shows like the leftovers he wrote on lost he did the watchmen and stuff like that so apparently he's going to be the one doing this um and then i get this says that his film's director charmine Abad Shinoi. i don't know who that is um, directed two episodes of miss marvel So apparently he's been hired on by Lucasfilm. He was hired on by Lucasfilm in March of last year. And then in 2023, he claimed the project that he was hired on for was casting a person of color as the lead.
1: Oh, you know, them Star Wars folks don't like that. They want their heroine. Excuse me. They don't even want a heroine. They want well, a hero it's,
0: because it's gonna be it's gonna be woke if we don't do we uh, we don't do white people. It has to be a white man because even the the white woman was not enough.
2: Wasn't enough. <laughs> Y'all
1: got to chill the hell out. Just because somebody who is not white is up there does not mean that it's an agenda. Relax,
2: Jesus.
0: Oh, but it is. It is. It's an agenda. It's an agenda.
1: <laughs> so do they have All any right. like tips, tricks, clues? what time frame is taking place is no,
0: it after ray my guess it said it's a sequel so my guess it's going to be after ray is ray um, coming back probably not if this person's going to be the lead or maybe she will and she uh, i don't know i guess we'll find out don't, we don't know how far in the future this next movie is going to be so i don't know but let's see that's really all for star wars they do I almost feel like they're a lot more tight lipped than all these other people because things just happened <laughs> with Star Wars. But um, for Marvel, we have a couple things. Um, first one, the Disney Plus uh, Black Panther spinoff gets a working title, which means that it could very well change. But right now, the working title is called Golden City. The Golden City is the name of Wakanda's capital city, founded by the Golden Tribe, also known as Burning Zana. So, that's all we have. Nothing is else. Ryan no, it did say that he would be attached. Um, it also says that the filmmaker, Ryan Coogler's production company, which is called Proximity Media, is currently under a five-year overall exclusive television deal with Disney. It started in 2021, so... They only have what three more years in there, but still, I wonder how much that is. Um, so it should be interesting. Just as a, we know that it's probably going to change because apparently Daredevil Born Again originally started with the working title out of the <laughs> out the kitchen, which I guess a, a, them connected it to Hell's Kitchen and maybe implying that he will be somewhere else. Which I guess is letting us know that Daredevil Born Again may not take place in Hell's Kitchen. I don't know if it's still going on there, out. but yeah, that's what we have about that. Um, okay, so the director, um, of Eternals, Chloe Zhao, had been asked about a sequel. Um... The Hollywood Reporter went to her and said there have been rumors about Eternals 2 for a little while now. Is that something you're still interested in pursuing?
1: I wouldn't be surprised if they want to know. I want
0: you to guess what her response was. It's only two words.
1: Only two words?
0: hmm
1: Not interested.
0: No comment.
1: <gasps> oh. <laughs> which means that they've been talking to her. hmm Or...
0: They have given well, her fire, yeah. Or I'm sitting back thinking, like, because she could do, like, be doing, like, well, she could have answered it in a way that what's her, her girl name, um, Scarlet Witch, um, Elizabeth Olsen, how oh. she was just <laughs> acting like she was just entirely too clueless. But she didn't even do that. She just said no comment, which I, it makes me think she probably has been in talks. There are talks. They just gonna have to figure out a way to make people want to see that one.
1: That's why I feel like they need another director.
0: In the same way that they did Captain America and made people want to go see those other ones, they're gonna have to do something with Eternals because.
1: And and, and that's no shade to her. I thought the first film was beautiful. Um, it really wasn't like any other Marvel film as far as like action and stuff is concerned. Um, tonally, it matches everything that she's done. Um,
2: mm-hmm. And
0: so be- it was so beautiful.
1: So it was just like, hmm, I, I see what y'all trying to do. I did not, like I said, I didn't, a lot of people dislike Eternals. I did not dislike Eternals. I and, um, I enjoyed different. it. Um, but it definitely wasn't one of my favorite films of Phase 4. I mean, with some of the other stuff coming out. I just, I think that if they're trying to go a different direction, tonally, they're just going to have to get somebody else. Because I think, it, I, I'm not saying it's not in her wheelhouse, but it just doesn't really fit the aesthetic of the MCU. And I could be talking shit right now and Kevin Feige is just like, this is what we want. So it's just like, okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We'll see. We will see. I feel like with a, a- Eternals um, sequel, it's probably going to be a lot more action packed. They're not going to allow her to do a very story driven movie two times in a row that wasn't received well. Black Panther could do that because the first one was received really well. So the sa- And they needed to do story for the second one just because of what happened with uh, Chadwick Boseman. But they're not going to allow her to create a movie that is that story heavy. Mm-mm. That like, and that's
1: not to, say, it, right. like, it's not to say we don't want the story. We are also saying that we don't need so much story.
0: It was damn near three hours.
1: That takes away. You
0: do a damn near three hour movie for people we don't know.
1: Mm-hmm. We ain't
0: invested at that point yet for you to have us sitting there for that long.
1: Yeah. So, ugh, Chloe so, mm-hmm. for you, but I don't know if this is your thing. Yeah.
0: Well, this is something I, a film that I completely forgot was happening. Um, Juan Carlos Sanchez, who we all know as Bad Bunny, um, has the movie with it's like a Spider Man adjacent film. Called El Muerto that's coming out. He's actually really cute. But anyway, they have a picture of him smiling. I'm like, oh. But he. With that
1: Kylie they, girl, with Kendall.
0: They. Oh, child.
2: The people are like, eating him up.
0: Better. But um, the Spider Man spinoff is, is they said, they were originally trying to get it to release January 12th of 2024. I personally haven't heard anything really about this film since it was Nothing. originally announced. I don't mm-hmm. know if they're going to meet that. And I think there are questions if they're going to meet that original release date as well. Plus, I can't imagine them doing his film, releasing it in January. And then February is when Madam Web is supposed to come out. I just don't see them doing them that close together. It doesn't really make sense. And then Craven is supposed to come out this year. So Craven comes out in October, and then January, and then uh, I mean January and then February. It just seems doesn't make sense. So I have a feeling that some of these movies are going to be delayed because uh, I, I don't want Craven to happen. But I feel like El Muerto definitely is going to be delayed. There's no way that they're going to be able to make that and have the the matter with. I mean, did you see that? Like, why? Ugh. They should have found a way to keep him in the MCU and bring him back as a version of Pietro from another universe or something and then give him a personality that we actually like. Because I liked him aesthetically, but Evan Peters' um, Pietro was a much better version of him for the X-Men movies. If we can combine them together, magic. magic. Well, we might anyway. Right. Not
1: with a- Aaron, Taylor- but yeah. with Aaron Taylor Johnson but um, whenever mm. we get X-Men maybe we'll get some a combination of that uh, also let me just say Marvel good. y'all take a long time to give us X-Men and I don't know if it's because of contract disputes we have to kind of wait for all that stuff to kind of die down um, but y'all have plenty of time to flesh out these characters don't give us no half ass characters of people that we have been begging to get mm-hmm. in the MCU okay that's it that's all I'm done sorry
0: see. Yes, all right, next. There are questions about whether Captain Marvel, well, the Marvels is um, going to be good. So the Hot Mike podcast was talking and apparently people have referred to development of this movie as a shit show and Chaotic. He went on to share some other uh, troubles. Apparently Brie Larson was upset that the movie was called the Marvels. I don't believe it. Which I don't believe that. I don't think Brie Larson has ever come off light that she's like a well, problematic I mean, woman. Women. She seems like she's a supportive. Yes. So I just don't believe that. Um, I don't think they should have anything to worry about. But, you know, there is pressure now for Marvel to excel every single time. And I think there's also an additional bit of pressure that's now going to be out there because. James Gunn is creating a new vision for DC. So there's going to be an expectation that Marvel doesn't, doesn't do terrible. Cause there's a, I think that when I have this strong feeling that if James Gunn even doesn't, re- if he doesn't even release something that's going to be exceptionally good, being that it's going to be better than what DC stuff had been created before, it's going to come off like it's amazing. My point. Um, Zack Snyder in that Snyder cut. Yeah. Snyder cut was not that great. It was just better than the other version. But you would have thought that people said, we acting like this was a fucking masterpiece. So, and you know, honestly, from a review standpoint, Marvel hasn't really been excelling when it came to comes to reviews of their films. I didn't hate Ant Man, but there are a lot of people who did not like it like that. Like it. <laughs> going to probably finish out with a box office total that's higher than the first two films but considering the hype that had been gathered around that that's just not that great
1: i don't know do you think i don't know like i feel like zachary levi said this before he said that marvel has done a good job of um kind of bringing everyone to the table as far as like diverse characters and stuff Mm -hmm. um diverse in culture, race, and diverse in just like who they're pulling from. And it's not just like the regular characters, right? So I'm wondering if some of these films, um, and I could be wrong, but some of these films that don't center whiteness or white people are kind of being seen as like not that great or Marvel is fallen. It's like, I'm curious because like, you're saying this about the Marvels. We haven't heard I haven't, correct me if I'm wrong, you're on comic book mm-hmm. websites, internet stuff more than me, right? So I haven't heard, nothing's come to my timeline or TikTok or anything that speaks negatively about um, stuff going on on set. There hasn't really been any type of leaked photos. Um, mm-hmm. We just got the poster and the poster looks good. And I'm just wondering if all of this, this, this foolishness is because there's a black director, a black woman director at that. I think that's. I'm, what not, I'm
0: not sure. I'm not so, sure I mean, at all, honestly. But but there wasn't any negative. There wasn't any negative behind the scenes stuff with Ant Man and the Wasp either.
1: It, right, and I'm just like, why? I, like, what? Like, I don't. Quantum Manium was not a bad film to me. I, I just I don't I don't agree with the critics, and I'm like I'm just wondering: is this truly? Is this truly like comic book fatigue? Or like comic book film fatigue, are people really? Are we coming to a situation where comic book movies are maybe is starting to come like to an end of an era, and people are trying to revert back to like regular movies? Um, is this a campaign by the critics to make sure we don't get any more of those, so people don't go see it? Like, like what are we dealing with here? Because if I'm being honest, the quality of Marvel of Marvel films haven't gone down. They still look visually pleasing. They spend the money on the effects and whatever they're going to do. I guess it's debatable about the story, so like like what's like what's wrong here?
0: I don't know, I don't know, but you know people I do think that Marvel is smart by cutting back on the amount of content that they're releasing. Mm-hmm. I think that it was becoming a bit much for them to try to commit to so many series and so many movies every year, um because. That means you're doing a lot at the same time rather than doing something and being allowed the time to really because one of the things that happens a lot now is they're doing so much and they're having to change things that they've already planned to accommodate things that they've just started to insert into their timeline like the fact that there wasn't really an expectation that dr strange the sequel was going to be coming soon it wasn't there. It wasn't even put on the timeline for, you know, all the phases that Kevin Faye had shown. But now there are discussions that there might be one that comes out like in the next two years. So that means that that they're having to create a story to input in here rather than one that was originally part of the plan at that time. Mm-hmm
1: true i'm wondering i'm curious do you think that marvel was kind of bear with me i feel like do you feel like marvel was hitting, hitting us with all this content because of capitalism trying to stay relevant during this time where people are not people are not really working people are not um going to the movies like that because there really weren't any movies to release like do you think they were releasing all this stuff on disney plus to kind of stay relevant to stay mm, i don't
2: know route? i was
0: just like as you were saying, that I think it had. Now that I think about, it, I think it had a lot more to do with COVID. Mm. Some of this stuff probably would have been staggered out a little bit more had we not been impacted by COVID. And then they just started trying to catch up. It was playing catch up. Released three series, three or four. How many series came out in the first year? WandaVision. What if Loki. Um, Falcon and the Winter Sol- Soldier. Loki. Was that all? Was there was Hawkeye? Wasn't that year? about nah, it last year? So four series, they rushed to get out as soon as they could to play catch up. So I think it felt like overkill because they were playing catch up. But they hopefully now will slow down without and not feel like they have to keep the same amount of content because of their year when they rushed things out. Because cool. you can hear, you can see in those those first four things that I just named the quality of those shows to me is better than the quality of some of the other shows we've got. Like the star story goes because Loki and WandaVision were exceptional. And it's- then when you go back really, back and really pay attention to Falcon and Winter Soldier, that wasn't bad either. Like you can tell that it was a look, the quality of that was good. And what if was like a, not connected, but it was, it was good. It was great storytelling. But then you get to the next year and you have hits and misses or, not necessarily a full miss, but definitely not to the degree that you would have expected. Because with those series, I feel like everything started to rush towards the end. Mm-hmm. Like, when you watch how the series are playing out, the finale episodes all feel rushed. Like, Hawkeye, we waited this whole time. And then, you know, how, how that ended. Moon Knight, great series. But then they had to fight. That last episode was them trying to do as much as they could to close Ugh, out the thing. That
1: night thing was rough.
0: And then... um what's her name she hulk i still don't know what to say about that last episode but the fact that they teased daredevil only for him to come in and be in one full episode and then sprinkled in here and there i think that they they definitely it felt rushed it started to feel rushed it's like oh we're gonna take our time here because all of those shows started off pretty well um Moon Knight had many great episodes. It just They just couldn't figure out how to tie that whole thing up. And that's where it, things fell off. That The way they tried to tie up that season just didn't work. So I'm hoping if we start to stagger these out, we're not trying to do so much at one time. We'll start to get the quality that we got in the beginning of Phase 4, Minus Black Widow.
1: I'll say this. I don't honestly, I don't think it's a compa. And I know people will be like, you're so naive. You're so stupid to think it's not a competition. I really don't think it's a competition between Marvel and DC at this point. Because DC, although they've given us a few hits, it's been majority misses, in my opinion. And I feel like they have more to prove.
0: Yeah, they do. They have a lot to prove. They have but a lot I to also prove. think that they're looking at it at, from a standpoint now is that we can't go nowhere but up. We can't get worse than what we already had under different leadership. (laughs) And I think that's why they don't have to do as much for people to be more accepting of what they're bringing.
2: If they Mm -hmm. were able
0: to accept the Snyder Cut as this masterpiece, even though it was just not that great, it was entirely too long and still would not have been what they got in theaters. And if you take out all the things you loved... It's to fit it, in, fit this four five hour movie into two and a half hours. What are you left with? Crap. It's, if you left with crap, it was already crap. Don't be trying to fluff that up. So
2: <laughs>
0: anyway, so I'm trying to think. Is there anything else up here that I feel is noteworthy? They've um, recast. Um, this is my quick rundown of other stuff without diving into it too much. They've recast uh, Wilson Fisk's wife from Daredevil. To be another woman.
1: It. Who is she? Um,
0: which I looked her up. Um, I don't really know her. She was in a t- TV show that I used to watch a long time ago, but I don't remember the cast called Mutant X. It came out. It, it aired on the weekends. Well, it aired like Xena and Hercules in them. I would always see it on like a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, she's been recast. Oh, John Bernthal is officially back in as the Punisher. If they would have recast him, I may not have watched the show if they were going to try to put him in because he he's Y'all, entirely perfect of casting for them to change.
1: Frank Castle. Oh, I hope this is the beginning of him getting a new series because ba- ba- I. I'm trying, to see, I'm trying to see Frank clap some diverse cheeks, okay, instead of these brunette women. I'm trying to see, is he past the whole thing of his wife and children dying? Is he moving on to kill other people?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's moving on to kill others.
1: Um, is he like, I'm interested to see where our boy Frank is when we see him again. Is it going to be like a whole like Netflix never happened and we're still dealing with the same angry Frank who lost who we are. We were first introduced to him and the pain of losing his wife and kids was like, it's right before he started taking people out. Or are we going to get it where he's more of like, not, I'm not going to say like best friends to, um to Daredevil, but like is there a rapport with them where they've already had like they're kind of come to Jesus talk on the roof. They're after that now and um, he still thinks he's like a little shit, but you know, they still kind of entertain each other. Still kind of like, if you call me, say. I'll be there.
0: Mm-mm, you want them to be friends. I, they ain't gonna be friends.
1: I want to be, <laughs> I, I be all types of things for Frank Castle, but I'm just saying, just
0: saying. too. Huh? He got such a he got a, such a big persona on screen that he films like a tall person.
1: He films like a tall person. Y'all know how hard that is. Mm-hmm. Jonathan measures. If y'all believe the lie that he's six foot, you are incorrect. That man is not six foot tall.
2: Yeah, he, so, he and
0: Michael B. Jordan about this at same height. Watching them play okay. basketball, I'm literally man. looking almost eye level. <laughs>
1: So the fact that their present makes them their presence makes them feel larger than life on screen said something. In Frank Castle, oh man, I'm just I'm so excited. What type of technology do we got? What kind of guns do we have? I'm excited. Anyways,
2: you he's probably see like me.
1: one or two appearances. Oh, and is um Charlie Cox is he getting buffed for the role again? Like, what are we doing? I is Rose already working out
0: and stuff? Hmm, um, but. So I don't know. I guess we'll see. There will be no Foggy. There will be no Karen. And if there are, there's just not going to be cast with the same people that we had in the series. Um, What if? So that's not to worry about.
1: What if? Because I know I can't stand Karen ass. Um, What if we are getting Karen and Foggy? They've just been recasted with other characters that we've seen in the MCU to give us the feel of the multiverse.
0: Well, that's what a lot of people were trying to imply because they're bringing Wilson Fish's wife back, but they're recasting her. So maybe this is just him doing this whole multiverse thing. And Um,
1: also, can I just say that this is trash of me to say, but the fact that they recasted his wife, when I see her picture, I might can see a little bit why he went crazy trying to defend her or try to keep her. His first wife on the Netflix show, I didn't see why he would want to.
0: Yeah, he was attracted to the crazy. He was attracted to someone actually being attracted to him. And then when he realized that she could actually be about as crazy as he was, to be accepting of what he was doing, uh he was all in. Like, oh, this is this is it. Mm-hmm. Kind of like our boy mm-hmm. Billy Russo and that therapist that we'll be talking about later. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, last couple things here in Marvel. Um, what if season two has gotten a release date ish? Um It's like a season has been pushed till next year, a part of Q1, Okay, which I don't really care about when this drops, because if it's going to be like the first one, then it's not really connecting. It may introduce different characters that that we might end up seeing, like how we got Captain Carter, Carter, and we had seen her first introduce and what if.
2: Mm-hmm. Even though they said
0: that she wasn't the same one that we saw in whatever But but yeah, I don't really care when that drops. I just know it'll, it should be good. Um, Marvel has introduced a brand new superhero for the MCU. Her name is Kaori. She is of Native American descent. Um, the Funko toys have already come out. And I was looking at animation for her. She, yeah, she looks kind of cool.
1: What is she? What does she do? What's going on? Is she
0: coming in? I don't film? know her powers. Baby. Let's look. Uh, I somehow going. I think she's probably going to be introduced. And in what if, honestly, um, let's see category. So let's see if they got her powers or anything. Anyway, it's K-A-H-H-O-R-I.
1: Oh, sorry. K-A
0: what? H-H-O-R-I.
1: I forgot the H. Second H.
0: So they're claiming that, like, if she's going to be in what if, and I don't know if this is one hundred percent accurate or not, or maybe this was taken from somewhere else, but it was saying her episode in what if is going to be around. What would happen if the Tesseract fell to Earth and landed in the sovereign Houdinossini? confederacy before the colonization of america so basically it fell and landed near a native american tribe so So says the Tesseract, then takes on a new life and a new mythology transforming a lake into a gateway to the stars and leading Kahori, a young mohawk woman on a quest to discover her power
1: i was gonna say so like how wakanda got exposure to vibranium from that meteor they got exposure (laughs) from the tesseract and this is whoop was
2: resulting
1: in that. Got mm-hmm. it. Got it. I'm
2: looking at her
0: picture. Yeah. She's pretty. Mm hmm. And let's see. All right. And the one last thing for Marvel. The title of this article says Elizabeth Olsen re- Reflects on Wanda Hating Tony Stark. <laughs> I think a lot of people forget that she hated him because,
2: yeah.
0: you know, it was his technology or his dad's technology or whoever's technology that resulted in her family being killed because
2: well, bombs we were used there. But he
1: hadn't taken over, right, when her parents died? No.
0: That's what I'm saying. I don't think it was him, but I think that when you look at him and see that he was doing a lot of the same things that... The person who was responsible for her family, well, it wasn't technically him but the technology that was responsible for her family's death was still happening. Like he made these machines and we see the stuff with Ultron, like you see that he never, he wasn't too far off from doing the same things that people were doing. His dad was doing many moons ago. But she said um, Wanda Maximoff is from a made-up Eastern Euro- European country called Sokovia, who lost both of her parents at a young age from a Stark bomb. So she thinks that St- Tony Stark is one of the worst people on Earth and volunteers for a program that could do experiments on her to potentially aven- her- avenge her parents' death with her brother. Mm-hmm. Um, she goes on to say, um, why, don- why aren't they interviewing Cat Dar- Dennings? Anyway, um, That was it. That was where her anger came from. This whole interview was just kind of weird. It's really like a whole review of everybody who's interacted with Wanda, basically from the WandaVision series, because they asked Kat Dennings, it was like, they were asking her who is Wanda Maximoff. She said, it's a complicated answer. I think at the most simple is Wanda came from an immensely traumatic childhood. She was radicalized and was given the power of the milk. Mindstone, and then the showrunner jack schaefer said when we first meet wanda in the movie she's part of hydra and she's being experimented on in a facility with her brother and she's framed as this creepy uber powerful goth girl with telekinetic power i think that's something that's interesting how she just suddenly isn't like this goth dark girl anymore like oh fresh face the hair got a little bit more bump to it you know i don't know i feel like as I she's like going hmm
1: I would have liked her even more if she kind of stayed true to that a little bit. and Me too. Um, if she would have stayed true oh, to went like... she
0: back to that when, in WandaVision. If we saw mm-hmm. when she got mad or something, she went back to that way, I would have loved that.
1: Little chip on her shoulder. It's almost like mm-hmm. they kind of cleaned her up a little bit so that it would make sense that she was with Vision. Maybe. Because the, the goth girl, which is weird because that's who we kind of fell in love with uh, when he first saw her. But the goth girl... Um, I don't know. I think that would have been believable too. Squeaky clean guys mm-hmm. always like the bad girl.
0: So they say. Well, one last thing that she said. They asked her what she would want for Wanda.
1: To be alive.
0: She said, If I were to tell fans exactly what I would want to do with the character next, then it would be spoiling something. Wonder what that means. That was Wait. coming back.
1: We know she not oh,
0: did it, We know. I, I think her powers her. protected her. Mm-hmm. We will see, but eventually she's gonna. We're gonna see her again since she was rumored to be in the Coven of Chaos, which has gotten pushed out, or Vision Quest, which we have heard nothing else about. But Yes, um, we'll see. But anyway, I guess that's it for Blurdy News, which I love.
1: Blurdy News, I love it so much.
0: Oh, okay. A Little jingle. Oh, oh I heard. I, I we, we're there. Um. So homework. I guess first question is: Did you eventually watch Reign of Superman, or was it just The Punisher and uh, The Mandalorian?
1: It was just those two babies.
0: Okay. So of the two, which would you like to discuss first?
1: We can do. Excuse me. We can do The Punisher.
0: Go. All right. So Punisher. We watched episode seven, which is called One Bad Day. I'm going to go ahead and say very quickly, I do not like that they try to make me feel bad for Madani.
2: Mm-mm. Okay,
0: they, they gave you some background. And it's, I think it helps explain why she was the way she was with Billy. It wasn't just how crazy he was and manipulative he was. I think it was the fact that the government also made her kind of create this narrative mm-hmm. <laughs> that she would have to live by. And um, so I get it, but I should still... Irritating to me. I think this to me, this episode was probably one of the it was good, but it was one of the weaker episodes. It was a little weaker.
1: There. I agree.
0: Um, so let's okay, let's go ahead and get into um, trash. my trash, I mean Dr. Dumont, also known as the whack ass therapist that Billy Russo has. So, questions. I have questions. Where all these scars come from that he she wanted him to dig her his hands into.
1: He she fell out of a um off a balcony or something. She had an accident when she was nine. And he said he wanted was it an accident? I don't think it was an accident. She said it
0: was. I don't, I don't think it, it was. I don't think it was either. And I don't know how the human body works. But if you were nine, does your scar get big with you? <laughs> Like, I, I can't remember. I don't know, I don't know. what this car looks like as you get older. Actually, let's look, let's look
1: no. Okay, hold on. Let's see if I can find it. Then it, we'll prove it. When I was about five or six, I might have been a little older. There, um, I was at like daycare and um, I was at like daycare and I can't find it. Anyways, I was at daycare and I was like at this little thing and um, it was, it was a thing that could hold, it had like a ladder that you climb up, but you could pull the ladder up and it would stay, right? So of course Mm -hmm. we were playing um, like cops and robbers. Your girl was a cop. Ugh, imagine. Anyways, I was running around this thing (laughs) and at the exact moment the ladder fell and it hit me right here in the head. Bam. Mm. And I had to get like three or four stitches, and I was looking for the scar, and no, the scar does not get, the scar pretty much stayed the same size, and I'm twice the size I was when it happened to me. I can't even find it. It's probably under one of these locks. Oh, there you go. It's under one of the locks, but yeah, it's still there, but it's still, it's small. It didn't grow with me. Someone
0: someone says, depending on the location of the scar, they may either shrink or get bigger as children grow. If she was not, I only asked because she had a scar that literally went down her middle of her back She had a scar that was on a big side of, like, it was huge on her thigh. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, if you were nine, why is this scar the size of your leg? Something just don't feel right to me. Something don't feel right to me. But she was. I still think she off. I think she is a government entity. And then you heard her say something that implied that this ain't the first time that she's done this with a patient. Like, he said something. And
1: How about initials, B C or something like that.
0: Yeah, she, she replied and basically implied that this isn't the first. Mm mm. And I'm like, girl, so you just uh and then her reasoning behind it was like sometimes you deal with pain for so long that you start to miss it. <sighs> Which honestly as far as a physical thing goes I can't speak for that but it, I think that there's there was a reason she said that especially when you think about Frank you know he was in this dark place for so long we saw in the beginning of this season that he missed it when he had to fight he did not even think twice about jumping into something that had nothing to do with him
1: nah cause he wanted it he wanted to he, I, um, he wanted I just keep thinking and I'll just be like as Dovecat right If I am aware of a person that I'm attracted to, right? And I'm aware of some of the batshit crazy things that they've done. There ain't no way I'm rising to the occasion to have sex with you. My mind and body are connected. (laughs) There, I mean, if if I'm not feeling you, my girl ain't either. All right? Now, Mm -hmm. with that being said, I don't understand how this therapist, a doctor, would allow herself to get humped on. I'm using it again. To get humped on by this crazy ass man who you know his history. You have profiled this man, and you still slept mm-hmm. with that? girl. I cannot. It just she don't sure make did. sense. To me. It don't make sense, Madani either. But then again, then again, we didn't know Billy's crazy when she got with him.
0: And then I feel like I missed it. Where the hell was Amy Ashley Amber?
1: Oh, she will not there. I don't know where she is. I don't, yeah, don't even know if she, she was
0: in the episode at all.
1: Uh, uh-uh, good, great. Her line ass. Yeah, I
0: just wonder where she was. But um, yeah, like I said, this was a kind of slow one. Um, I did. can we talk about the payday loan place and the black lady who just said, "I, I don't give a damn what you're saying. You're not coming through and getting this money out of here." And then the dude, the, the black dude back there, like, "I'm gonna hit the button then," <laughs> since you ain't gonna hit it. But she was like, "I, I wondered like." Was she just trying to call his bluff here, like, hey, because because she wouldn't back down? And I'm just like, has anyone shot at this glass before? Can you 100 percent like she probably felt
2: she say that this the bullet, bullet ain't about
0: to come through your head. Yeah, or she felt How do you know that 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 thing was not large enough for a grenade to get into? <laughs> and even if she wasn't, if he put it there anyway and it blew up, it would still impact you whether the wall was there or not. It's going to blow the whole thing down.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) I'm just sitting here like, I hear you. I wouldn't want to give up something that my family has worked so hard for. Ma'am, he has guns and grenades. and There's like five of them. You are 72.
1: Maybe she thought she could reason with him.
0: But she won't try to. She was like, nah, I'm not doing this. Maybe she was just like, well, my dad. If too. My dad knew that I was giving this away after he had done this and da 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 like This was like, you no, know, you're going to get all the mouth. I'm going off with you. Either you're going to get mad and finally leave, or I'm going to die today. But we're going to hope that it's the first. Because <laughs> huh? the whole time I'm like, girl, you don't know this man. You do not know in Billy all- Russo. I was convinced he was going to shoot in the head when he got in there anyway. But he respected her.
1: I think- I think the Billy that we're getting right now is still the same crazy ass Billy, but I think it's the mm-hmm. Billy before. I think he would have been this way anyway without the money. I think the money kind of amps it up a little bit because he's so desperate to keep it, so he'll practically mm-hmm. do anything. This is probably the the, uh, the probably the Billy that we that this this is probably the Billy that Frank and Curtis met when they joined the military.
0: Mm-hmm. Like he
1: had like some morals.
0: He showed signs that something won't, but yeah, something about Billy. I think that something about Billy, probably even when they were in the military, let them know he was a little off. Mm -hmm. It just escalated when he was able to start really controlling things. But I I commend this. But how are you going to sit here and say all this stuff like you ain't got four or five people back here whose lives are going to be dependent upon the decision that you were making right now?
1: But, you know, also, she probably at me adding to the story. She's probably said that before (laughs) the people trying to come in and rob. And they've been like, all right, Miss Ernestine, my bad.
0: Everybody behind her was terrified. <laughs> they were all terrified. <laughs> like, girl, <laughs> no, what we're not about to do is this. But I don't know. It was This episode was interesting. Um, it was very interesting to watch Billy Russo's reaction to see, finally seeing who had on the skull outfit. Because all he mm. can remember from. All of his memories was the skull outfit, and Frank had to go get it.
1: Ah, can we? Let's go back just a tad bit. When Mm -hmm. they had him. And somebody, I think it was at Curtis' apartment, they were talking to the white guy that was tweaking. Uh-huh. And I was looking at him talking shit to Frank. And I was just like, I have a couple things. One, if you knew who Billy Russo is, you definitely knew who Frank was, right? Because Billy Russo was all over the TV and so was Frank. His face was all over the TV. So you have to know who he is. And you have to know what he's done. Why are you talking shit like that is what I don't understand.
2: And then
0: it was like the black dude had to be the one to tell him, like, look, just know if... You've seen Billy Russo. The only person who's worse than him is the person who put all them scars on his face, who is the person who is threatening you right now. This ain't what you want, sir.
1: At all, it. and he just kept talking. And I was like, are you, is the is the crystal
2: man messing with you? It don't make sense. At all. Or
1: did you think that he wasn't going to do anything? Or did you think that because you had Madonna and Curtis that they were going to kind of block you from getting your ass beat? Is what I'm wondering.
0: I don't know, but... I think he was probably hoping that because Madonna was in there that she would be able to kind of slow things down because you know, at one point when she screamed at him like stop and everything it's like okay well no one's gonna, sorry but I, I did want him to remember that the scream came after you had already been stabbed in the hand. He mm-hmm. don't give a shit that she's standing back there.
2: <laughs> Frank, don't care, no, she, she, Frank don't care about
1: nothing. He don't care. Mm-hmm. The three people he cared about the most are dead.
2: mm hmm
1: Point blank in the period. They dead, they gone, right? He cares about mm-hmm. Curtis, cared about Billy, and he care about Karen pasty ass. Not sure why. He cares about her. Um. And he's very, very, he morally great, yes, but he is true to his word and he's loyal. So with that being said, if homeboy say he going to stab you or beat your ass up or we'll kill you, he meant it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just want to say that because I just couldn't believe he was talking all that shit in that enclosed space. And then had a the nerve to be right. sloppy when he came to try to attack Frank.
0: <laughs> like that would have made me even more terrified. A person is so confident that they can kick my ass that they gave me the knife that they had once put to my neck as a weapon and invited me in, invited me in to fight them. I'm not going to do that i'm not i'll just sit here like okay so what you need um do you want i do you have a pen and paper because i can write this out do you need drawings um i can pin it on your phone what do you need because at this point i'm just trying to go outside to get my drugs and go about my ba- my day because that's literally all he was trying to do he was trying to get his fix <laughs> but oh yeah like i said slower episode still good episode very Angry at how the episode ended because it ended right when I'm like, "Yes, this is it's about to happen. Finally, they're seeing each other for the first time," and then it goes off. I feel like I'm gonna start screaming like at people like Frank Castle, like Russo. Like you gotta, you gotta throw it out there because <laughs> because he there's something in the grit from John Bernthal's voice when he does that. That is like, hey, don't oh, like that. I'm, I'm frightened. <laughs> You screamed oh but I got God. scared like you were talking to me.
2: Right.
1: That's Let
0: hilarious. Me get my and- together. Mm. That's do it again.
1: Do it again.
0: <laughs> oh, I can't I can't can't do it on the spot yet. I need to <laughs> Okay, okay right. so So the next episode of The Punisher is called My Brother's Keeper.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, funny thing is, I said that one bad day was a slower episode. It only has three lines on Wikipedia <laughs> to summarize what happened in the episode. Meanwhile, well, I mean, that's really- my brother's keeper has seven lines of story.
1: Might be a lot of dialogue with those two.
0: Mm-hmm. In fact, that's the shortest episode in the descriptions up here. So, anyway, other bit of homework: episode two of The Mandalorian, The <laughs> minds of Mandalore. Okay, so hold on. I need to find this lady's name. Um, What is it? What's that show? Cheers?
2: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: This this mechanic lady, she reminds me of- um, (laughs) You already know where I'm going with this. But she she reminds me of, I guess, on the show, her name was Carla Tortelli. Or maybe that's her. Yeah, her name was Carla Tortelli. Her real name is Rhea Perlman.
2: Uh Or Ray Perlman. Uh-huh.
0: She looks like her. They have that same curly <laughs> that hair. hair. Like if she was a mechanic, that would be her. That would be her. But not. That she got her robots, um, helping to um scam people as well.
1: Tell you <laughs> when she was like, "Is he gone? Get the Jawa. something to come back and bring the parts." I was like, "Not the
2: Jawas."
0: It's like, girl,
1: there he is. baby. When one of y'all so, jumped out of that damn thing, right? I screamed. I Do you to- hear me?
0: But the thing is, it made me it made me laugh and be upset, just like it did when I watched um, Yoda in the prequel series and how he'd be walking around with that damn cane. And then when it was time to fight, he flipping off walls and stuff. We watched Baby Yoda or Grogu walking like this. Like he had to walk around his legs up to that thing. But that thing, he had to jump out. He flipped it. I said, you know what? We're not about huh? to do this. When did you learn this? When, when did you learn this? He been you practicing. can't even bend at the knees yet. You can't even bend at the knees and you over here flipping out of stuff into well, half circles.
1: Well, 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 well. He was jumping when we saw him in Boba Fett. We'll say that. He was jumping. I like from a lily pad or something, he was jumping from in the water. I don't know, but he was jumping then. So I don't think it's a stretch that he'd be jumping. It was unexpected that he jumped like that. But.
0: So I say this with theory. sadness.
1: And she missed the two sadness. Lord have mercy.
0: Does this mean that IG 11 really isn't going to come back?
1: No, I think he might come back. Although because the, the only reason, reason
0: why, that Din you know. was looking for him was to verify that the, the land in Mal- Mandalore was actually inhabitable. Like, it wasn't toxic. People could actually live there. He used but this fake did. as R2-B2 to do it.
1: <laughs> but she, he did still ask for the part, even after he took the droid to Mandalore. Yeah. So, I mean, I think mm. we might get him towards the end. But, I mean, she... She's he look, She's still working on getting the part for him.
0: Okay, so what else in this episode stood out for you? My outside of Bo-Katan's bad wig and the headband that's covering where her hairline starts.
1: Um, Grogu was moving when they were in that. When um <laughs> that, um, what you call it? Got snatched up. His ass was in that cave, baby.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That little thing was getting out there, won't it? Mm. That stood out to Flying. me, um, the fact that how Bo-Katan fought with that lightsaber, that the dark saber,
0: um, and, and like that's what I was gonna ask you because I feel like I missed that. Why is it so heavy for? I remember it being a thing in season two too. Why is it so heavy for Din, but not for Bocatan?
1: Because the I remember it
0: said. being a conversation.
1: Yeah, I can't remember because this was a while ago when Boba Fett wasn't memorable. Oops, I said it. My bad. <laughs> um, wasn't bad, but I definitely can't retain a lot of it. But mm. she said why he couldn't wield it. I can't remember the reason. Um, I think maybe, I don't know. I can't remember the reason why he said that he couldn't lift it. Something about how he was trying to use his strength as opposed to something else. I do not remember. But I noticed that the way that Bo-Katan was using it, I was like, look at sis. But also, could it be that maybe she had practice prior to?
0: Mm, I don't know. Before
1: it got in the hands of mom. Yeah, she says
0: that. when and I went to look it up in season two, she told him, your body is strong, but your mind is distracted. You so say you cannot control it with your strength. Persistence without insight will lead to the same outcome. Your body is strong, but your mind is distracted. He must conquer himself before he can conquer the blade, which makes me kind of go back to like episode, what you said during episode two. But like you didn't believe that he would even bathe in these waters because in his journey. He probably would find out that this isn't what he wants. I think he already knows that this isn't what he wants, but he feels like this is what he's supposed to do. And yeah. once he comes to the decision that he can now separate this and be who he actually envisions himself to be, then he probably would actually be able to wield it then. But bo has always known who she is.
1: Oh, there you go. So, she's always known that she's been royalty. She's always known that she was the... um heir to the throne. She knew that, was raised that way, fought that way, which is why I think that um, I'm going to watch New Rockstars. Eric has some videos about Mandalore, and he's also done a breakdown of Episode 2 that I want to watch. So I'm going to watch both of those, but I'm thinking I don't know what happened to the Dark Sable before it got to Gideon. but I'm assuming that it was with Mandalore's, it was with Bo-Katan's family, um, and she knows how to use it. She's trained with it, and she knew. Now I'm curious though, because Because um, Dan lost it, not necessarily in battle, but fighting with somebody, does it mean that she was free to pick it up and use it? Or free to, like take ownership of it because he technically he lost it
0: i'm not sure i'm not sure i went to look up more about the dark saber it says that it was first introduced in the star wars clone wars series
2: mm-hmm. and
0: then it appeared in star wars rebels where it is described as an ancient lightsaber created by Tare visla the first yep. mandalorian to become a jedi and later serves as a symbol of the mandalorian authority and then moff gideon had it Briefly, um, let's see. And he got it because he he beat Gideon for it, and then tried to give it to her. So I don't think she's ever had it.
1: Oh well, then how come she knew how to use it then? If she didn't have the training, because he was well, trying to train
0: my, it. Just because of the the thing, is he's clearly not. This <laughs> going sound terrible to say aloud, but he's clearly not as much of a Mandalorian as <laughs> these other people. Like he's not as invested. Yeah, he's not as invested into this. Like she knew all this stuff. Like it's a part of who she is. So I think even if her expectation, like you said, being a royalty, probably included the expectation that this would eventually be coming to her anyway. Mm-hmm. And if it, if it was, then she's probably already trained up in knowing how she's supposed to be and what her where her mind needs to be to be able to wield something like that. Whereas, and he just he just out here with that helmet on. <laughs> Like as far as I'm concerned, he about as bad as a person. What was it in season one who just decided he was just going to put the helmet on and pretend like he was a, a oh, Mandalorian? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Like I really, I don't know. Like whenever Bo Katan says it that he's in a cult, I believe it because mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. always like, "This is the way. This is the creed. Yada yada yada. I'm going to follow this. Very strict. Wah, bah, 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 bah. Like all of that good stuff, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And he seems to follow that until it got to. Grogu, right? Because I'm wondering, because I was thinking about this before his ass got snatched. Um, in the waters, you've cleansed yourself, right? Now you can be back into the fold. What does that mean Mm -hmm. for Grogu? Are you going to make Grogu do the same thing?
0: I think the weird thing is at this point in time in his life, I think he feels like there should be an expectation that even though he's doing this, he should still be able to come along. Because I think he's already come to terms with the fact that Grogu is a part of his life. This is like we can't separate. And I think that's where his battle is going to come in with him trying to go back and realizing that going back, means leaving this behind Mm -hmm. and i don't see him feeling comfortable leaving grogu behind
1: oh he's not leaving grogu behind
0: When, when when grogu left behind who he's supposed to be as well he sacrificed going to train with luke and all this other stuff just to be back with him i just don't see it happening i think that's where a lot of his conflict is that's why he can't wield this dark saber the way he wants to because it's, it's never going to be resolved until he separates from this cult. He needs to leave Scientology as soon as possible.
1: There you go. Um, also, I want to say, what else I've noticed is the, the fact that he um, he's telling like Grogu these things. Like, this is how you navigate. This is how you do this. This is how you do that. To be a Mandalorian, you always need to know how to fight. You need to know how to do this. You need to know how to do that. I thought that was really cute. The fact that he's always bringing Grogu on these crazy dangerous missions is beyond me because it seems unsafe for a child, even mm-hmm. a force sensitive one. Um, I'm like, why do you keep getting Grogu in this mess? Mm-hmm. All it is is kept, you could left him with the mechanic lady while you went to go do this, but you had to bring him with you. And I, I thought that was oh, interesting.
0: Did you, did you notice that their way of letting us know that Grogu is getting older is that he's gone from cooing to babbling? Yep. <laughs> He now babbles instead of cooing. And the old girl Tomasa, oh, did he say his first word?
1: That was girl, so funny. No.
0: He did not say any words to you.
1: And I'll be wondering, this is what I'm wondering, right? Um, is Grogu talking to these people through his mind?
0: That's what I was thinking. I think he's probably learned how to do that from Ahsoka. That's because that's how they talked.
1: That's how they talk. Like they can read each other's thoughts, but you know, like even so Mm -hmm. sometimes with like the force, they could make them do things that they necessarily Mm -hmm. wouldn't do. Go into the cantina. Okay. I'll go into the cantina type of situation. So I'm wondering if he's like doing like mind speak to them because they don't Mm -hmm. respond in a way like when they talk to him. Right. And they're not just like, well, I asked you a question. Why aren't you talking back to me? They ask him a question Mm -hmm. And you kind of, not saying you hear a response, but they respond as, as if he did. Like when he, she was when going he forward. was talking
0: to Boca Ten, when he yes. jumped out of the thing, She's like, where is he at? And he just babbled. And then she said, get the thing out and figure out where they were. Like yeah. it sounded like he communicated something to her, said like he's in danger or something. And she's like, let me figure out where he at.
1: And then I noticed too, when they were, in, they went back to like the the city, the city center or whatever. And she was just like, he was kind of stalling, right? Mm-hmm. And she was like, I know you're afraid, but we have to go get him. And mm-hmm. Or she said, where is he or something? And he doesn't say anything and he doesn't move. But then she's like, I know that you're afraid, but we have to do this, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, well, did she just say that because it's what you naturally say to somebody who's not moving? You can assume that they're scared. Or did she, he mm-hmm. actually say something back to her? I don't know. I was just curious because it's not clear.
0: Yeah, I wasn't sure either. So. Let's see.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Also, the fact that they brought up, they did like that little, um, in the beginning of the episode, they did like a recap of Grogu talking to Ahsoka.
0: Mm-hmm. Did they
1: do that in this episode?
0: Well, I, I, all I know was my skip didn't pop up, so I had to watch it. Did, did, and I wasn't bothered by, by that.
1: that. I might be imagining it, but did they go back over his name, like an Ahsoka, like, what happened to him? Like his origins. Did they do that in the beginning of this episode?
0: Um, I don't know. Let's go back and let's see.
1: Or maybe I saw that on TikTok. Mm. That's possible too. Disney Plus. Let me see. Let
0: me see. I don't know. I can't remember.
1: Because my point might be null and void. But the point I was trying to make was that um, if they talked about if they talked about his origins again, then I feel like, why are they bringing it up again? Like a recap type of situation? Why are they bringing it up again? If we're not gonna discover who... But I may have just... That might have just been added from TikTok and I might just be adding it when it wasn't. Hold on. Sorry. Look at me looking at this this thing. Look at it. Grogu is the cutest little thing. Also, I have another question.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um... Um the Mandalore, the, the, the uh the the actual beast. Why do you think he didn't mm-hmm. attack Bo Katan?
0: Wait, wait, what do you mean?
1: When he went into the water and she's swimming back up, you didn't mm-hmm. see that? Beast? Oh yeah.
0: Well, I, it kind of went off that way though, didn't it?
1: But she had gotten but he it's like he saw her and went the other way. Mm-hmm. I was like, are they doing this? Because I guess they didn't do this in the beginning. Maybe I saw that on TikTok. My bad, y'all. Anyways, but yeah. He didn't attack her. I thought for sure that if she's swimming and she saw him, that's the same thing that I'm assuming that's the same thing that attacked him. Why didn't it attack her?
0: Let's see. The Mandalorian mythosaur ending explained. Oh, let's see. I'm trying to get to name. We ain't even got there. We're alerts beneath after landing back on the surface. I don't know. It doesn't really say that the thing didn't attack her. for a reason it just kind of it says that you know once the light on her helmet revealed the eye of the creature she just kept going and she just got out but she was still stunned by what she saw but then it goes on to say um no no that doesn't really say anything it was trying to say what 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 this can mean for the future of Mandalore Mm -hmm. um but I don't know what this is trying to it doesn't say anything that I feel like is worth mentioning They just created a paragraph of nothing um (laughs) Okay, so this is what it says. This is the, the last paragraph of the previous section actually answers the question that they had. They said, after landing on the surface, it's obviously stunned by what she's seen. If the symbol of Mandalore still lives, what does that mean for the def- devastated planet? Is there a hope for a new age of Mandalore? And what part do she and Mando have to play in it? But I don't know if a cr- the creature is expected to have been dangerous anyway. Like, was it like for Mandal- uh, Mandalorians? Maybe it's something that protects against other stuff. They were suited up.
1: That's true. But he also. So, so is if this
0: if this is a creature that. I mean, because he ain't right there anyway.
1: <laughs> he is not a true Mandalorian. Mm um. mm. That is true, but I was just curious as to why they didn't attack, he didn't attack Bo-Katan. You see the eye, you see him swim off, but she just keeps going. He didn't attack. So I'm wondering if it had anything to do with her royal lineage or the fact that she is a true Mandalorian and not by creed or any of that good stuff, but because that's where she was born
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and they could recognize that or sense that, smell that or whatever.
2: Yeah. I I guess
0: maybe we'll find out a little bit more.
1: So it was a hmm. decent. It was a decent episode.
0: Yeah, apparently people were not really happy with that first episode. I thought it was okay for a first episode of a season. I usually don't expect things to just kind of take off. There's got to be some type up, of y'all? building towards what the season is supposed to be about. So, but yeah, as, I, as usual, I have no clue what the next episode is going to be called.
1: Mm-mm, they have released it's never
0: them. released. I just I just know it'll be chapter nineteen.
1: When is it release? Tuesday,
0: Wednesday,
1: Wednesdays. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep.
0: But it'll be chapter 19. So I guess next week's homework will be episode 8 of The Punisher, My mm-hmm. Brother's Keeper, and then The Mandalorian, chapter 19, or episode 3 of season 3. Whatever they want to call it. And okay. just to think, next week, well, we're, out, we're recording this on Saturdays. In two weeks, we'll already be halfway through the season. <laughs>
1: Oh, are you going
0: to see Shazam? I actually completely forgot about when that movie came out, so I still have to get my tickets. Um, But yes, I am going to go see Shazam next week. Um, Yeah, it'll probably be another film that I see twice. Cause I'll probably see it with the bestie as well. And I believe we're going to have a guest next weekend. Yep. I'm going to follow
1: up with her to make sure she can still do that. But I yep. talked to her about it. She is going to see Sh- Shazam. Um, Hopefully she'll watch it in enough time where she- we can record this on Saturday. Are Saturday?
0: you going to see it on Saturday or Sunday? Do you want to try to go day? see
1: it? I'm trying to see if I can go see it like on Friday. That way we can mm-hmm. record on Saturday, but I can tell you better. Once as I as actually, this week goes on, as the week goes on, because
0: mm-hmm. okay, so, so technically that means we actually wouldn't have homework ah. like this stuff. We would actually just be talking about the movie, unless we just do the two things that will be new: the Mandalorian and the movie. Because she watches that, doesn't she?
1: I don't know. We about to see.
0: Okay, we well, mean, we'll I- figure it out. But on the, as a default, Shazam. Fury of the guys, which comes out on the 17th, will be the main thing we're talking about. So, spoilers all through and through. Don't act like y'all don't know. Okay. This is what we do. Um, because we're not about to sit here and wait until y'all finally go see it and next I'm month. There. or When it finally gets to HBO Max, I'm not going to do that. Y'all need to do better. You listen to this podcast, and you should be a person who is watching these things as they air. Don't play with us. Don't play with don't us. Don't play with it. Don't anyway, play with guys. it. Anyway, guys.
1: Come on. Don't play with it.
0: So that's our homework, Sazam Fury, guys. We will talk to you all next week. <laughs>